our reading and hearing of scripture and the word proclaimed are made effective by the work of the Holy Spirit. Will you join me as I pray the prayer of illumination? Holy Spirit, pour out upon us wisdom and understanding that being taught by you in Holy Scripture, our hearts and minds may be open to receive all that leads to life and holiness through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Old Testament reading comes from Psalm 104, verses 24 to 34 and verse 35b. Listen for the word of the Lord. O Lord, how manifold are your works. In wisdom you are made, you have made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. There is the sea great and wide and creeping things innumerable. Are there living things both small and great? There go the ships and Lafayetheon that you form to sport in it. These all look to you to give them their food in due season. When you give to them, they gather it up. When you open your hand, they are filled with good things. When you hide your face, they are dismayed. When you take away their breath, they die and return to the dust. When you send forth your spirit, they are created, and you renew the face of the ground. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in his works. Who looks on the earth and it trembles? Who touches the mountains and they smoke? I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God while I have being. May my meditation be pleasing to him, for I rejoice in the Lord. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Praise the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Good morning. What a wonderful day and an honor to be in the house of the Lord once again. Today's message comes from the book of Acts chapter 2 verses 1 through 21. I will focus on verses 1 through 13. The Revised Standard Version reads as follows, listen for the word of the Lord. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind. And it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as of fire appeared among them. And a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. 
Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered because each one heard them speak in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, are not these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus in Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs. In our own languages, we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, what does this mean? But others sneered and said, they are filled with new wine. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Today's sermon is filled with the Holy Spirit, saved by Jesus Christ. Please pray with me. Almighty God and everlasting Father, use me as your vessel to speak the truth. Be present with us through the power of your Holy Spirit. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. It is the day of Pentecost in Jerusalem during the festival of Pentecost. Pentecost is the second of three harvest festivals celebrating the Feast of Weeks, as we see in the book of Exodus. In second century Judaism, the day of Pentecost was on the 50th day after Passover and was regarded as the day when many people gathered in remembrance and renewal of the Sinai Covenant. There were people originating from regions of various backgrounds, devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem, celebrating Pentecost, thankful to God for the harvest. I imagine the streets were full of people. After all, it was a festival. There were probably foods and drinks of every kind, wine in particular, according to the accusation in verse 13, right? It kind of reminds me of a family reunion where everyone is excited to see each other and fellowship with one another with food and drink and great conversation. It's a festive atmosphere. So there were a lot of people in Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost. But the scripture tells us they were all together in one place. They were waiting in Jerusalem, just as Jesus previously instructed them to stay in Jerusalem with the promise of sending the Holy Spirit. Who were they? Peter tells us in Acts chapter 1, it was not only Jesus' apostles, but about 120 persons. This is an important fact because 120 represents the number of people required to conduct worship 
in the synagogue. Just like our congregational meetings need to have a quorum to officially conduct the meeting, they needed 120 people to have worship service. They were not just waiting in place, they were waiting and praying, most likely in the synagogue. Solemnly, they waited and prayed because it had not been a long time since Jesus, since they were with Jesus. Not long since Jesus' death, resurrection, and ascension. Jesus died. God raised him from the dead, and over a period of 40 days, Jesus appeared to the apostles, providing proof of his resurrection and instructing them on the kingdom of God. Then he ascended into heaven before their eyes, and now they sit prayerfully, waiting for the promise of the Holy Spirit. They received Jesus' commission to be worldwide witnesses, and they were given his promise of the Holy Spirit that would empower them for that mission. They were on a roller coaster of emotions as they waited prayerfully for the Holy Spirit. Brothers and sisters, God wants us to wait for the Holy Spirit to guide us in God's mission to the world. Suddenly, from heaven, there came a sound like a rush of a violent wind and filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues of fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them, and all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in foreign languages as the Spirit gave them ability. God knows how to get our attention. For the people in Jerusalem, on the day of Pentecost, it was a fierce wind, tongues of fire, and the apostles speaking in foreign language that caused the crowd to gather, amazed and bewildered by the Galileans' ability to speak in all languages of all the nations represented by that group. There are two important things to note here. First, some verses in the Bible, and versions of the Bible say, as in verse 4, and they began to speak in other languages, while other translations say, and they began to speak in other tongues. In the original Greek, glossa means tongue or language. Moving ahead in verse 6, it says, one heard them speaking in the native language or dialectos in the Greek. In the context of this passage, the word language is the best translation for verses 6, 4, and 6 and following, which illustrates the amazement of the people hearing their own languages. Second, the Galileans were not known for their ability to speak foreign languages. According to scholars, many among the crowd were amazed that such simple Galileans would even know their language, let alone speak it. The gift of the Holy Spirit is not in the hearing, but in the Galileans' ability to speak other languages. 
You see, the Holy Spirit blessed them with a gift. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 4 and following says, Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are varieties of service, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who activates all of them in everyone. To each is given the manifestation of spirit from the common, for the common good. To one is given through the spirit the utterance of wisdom, and to another the utterance of knowledge according to the same spirit, and to another faith by the spirit, and to another gifts of healing by one spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another the discernment of spirits, to another various kinds of tongues, and to another interpretation of tongues. The Holy Spirit has the power to bless each of us with many different gifts and move us into the action of God's activity. Yes, through the power of the Holy Spirit, God got the attention of the crowd gathered in Jerusalem, and God has our attention today. God knows how to get the sinful world's attention by the cries of God's children in the streets crying, saying, enough is enough. Stop the senseless killing. Nothing but the power of the Holy Spirit can move God's people to speak the truth. On the day of Pentecost in Jerusalem, God got the attention of devout Jews from every nation in attendance by showing them the power of the Holy Spirit and the gift to speak in foreign languages. Can I get a witness on this day of the power of our triune God? Can I get a witness to the miraculous sign of the Holy Spirit at work using the apostles to speak about God's deeds of power. In the Greek language, megalia tothia, God's deeds of power. This was the only hint in the entire passage about what the apostles were saying. They were declaring the wonders of God. Their testimonies were the language of praise. What a testimony for Jews of every nation under heaven in Jerusalem to hear. It was a testimony that reverberated throughout the world. The scripture says the crowd was so amazed and perplexed, they asked one another, what does this mean? Have you ever seen or heard something just so unbelievable that you couldn't process it? I imagine some witnessing the sign of the Holy Spirit that day of Pentecost were scratching their heads trying to make sense of it. And when they could not come up with a logical answer, they said, like the pop vocalist Jamie Foxx would say, blame it on the alcohol. They were filled with new wine. Those gathered that day came to the wrong conclusion. Indeed, they were not filled with new wine. They were filled with the Holy Spirit. Peter spoke boldly to the crowd, and I paraphrase, no, they're not drinking, it's nine o'clock in the morning. 
Then Peter reminded them of what the prophet Joel spoke. In the last days, it will be God, declares, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even upon my slaves, both men and women, in those days, I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show portents in heaven above and signs on earth below, blood and fire and smoky mist. The sun shall turn to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the Lord's great and glorious day. Then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Call on the name of Jesus. Don't waste time being busy here and there. Use your time to get to know the Lord. Call on God. Tell God what you need. Jesus hears all of our prayers. Call on Jesus to heal your body. Call on Jesus for a new and better job. Call on Jesus to stop the coronavirus. Call on him to end oppression and racism. Call on Jesus to stop inhumane killing of men, women, and children in mass shootings. Call on Jesus to end gun violence and drugs and human trafficking. Call on Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit and be saved. Brothers and sisters, are you calling on Jesus today? Are you relying on the power of the Holy Spirit for your special gifts? Today, on this Pentecost Sunday, we remember the miraculous sign of the apostles through the power of the Holy Spirit that gave birth to the church. The good news today is the message that God's deeds of power are for everyone. So brothers and sisters, be filled with the Holy Spirit and let Jesus Christ save you on this day. Amen.